another episode of M Class Email. Hi, I'm a. I'm also here. Uh, I'm Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I'm also Jeff. <laughs> Holy shit! It's me, Jeff Number Two. There's but two I have, Jeffs. I'm from the evil universe. Oh God, that's. I the- love farting on art instead of making it. <laughs> I love fart instead of art. Art. Oh, that's how evil I am. Tell everyone your name, motherfucker. I'm Josh. He just lied to everybody about who he was. They do. What a liar. <laughs> We're the ones who do the podcast, M-Class podcast, but this is a kind of a different episode. It's the one where we listen to your emails. Yeah, we, we decided to make a spinoff podcast just for yeah. emails because our podcast was going to be six hours long if we did spin off with the same characters <laughs> like yeah. all successful spin-offs <laughs> we spun off from cheers <laughs> that's where we're originally from uh better than being like joey remember when oh, joey had God. his own show i think it was now called I joey it. it was just called joey Ugh. Remember the guy from Friends You Loved? Well, here he is again, but fat. <laughs> Remember the guy from Friends You Loved? Well, this one's the other guy. <laughs> uh, Chandler's the good one. Chanandler Bong. Chanandler Bong. <laughs> um, that, that is about my extent of knowledge of that show. God, I watched probably too much friends because it was I, always on tbs like it was on tbs a lot yeah so anytime i couldn't find anything on tv i just leave it on there and do something else yeah there was a there was a couple of years there when i got netflix and like there was not a whole lot on netflix but i think friends was on there mm, it's a and good I time like, sync yeah i was just like whatever i'll just put it on i don't give a fuck sometimes <laughs> it was funny <laughs> something yeah sometimes i was like oh, all right this is all right um, I'm not a Gen Xer though, so whatever. I don't no, get half of these jokes. I didn't understand any of it. I was like, coffee, smelly cat. <laughs> <laughs> what happened all, to boning all your friends? <laughs> what happened to 9/11? Oh no! They just whitewashed over 9/11. It didn't happen. That, that's what they should put in their funny fucking sitcom. 9/11. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's read some of your emails, folks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our first email is from Colin Brady. Hi, Tom Brady's brother, Colin Brady. He says, hey, Trek boys. I will not Trek boys for a Tom Brady's brother. I'm just kidding. Trek boys. He actually spelled it with, like, spaces between every letter, so I don't know how to pronounce that. (laughs) It's like, he's a robot, I think. Trek boys. Yeah. Uh, short question, oh. what events in the Star Trek timeline, be it major, like First Contact, or minor, Irish reunification, <laughs> do you think are most likely to actually occur? Fingers crossed, thermonuclear war isn't one of them. Can, uh, can I pick that one? <laughs> that is the one that's most likely to happen. Yeah, um, I mean, like, the European Union already happened, and they do have a year, like, they talk about a European Union. Like, that already happened, um, so... The Bell Riots? The Bell Riots are going on right now. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere. So I would say that's the most likely to actually happen, the Bell I, Riots. They were remarkably close on that date, too. Yeah. Like, 
It's like real fucking close. Like so. the rest of the dates in Star Trek are like way out of whack. Like in the nineteen, yeah. Like in the nineteen nineties, there was like a fucking like the eugenics war. Yeah, eugenics war and shit. Which maybe, hey, maybe there was. We just didn't know about. Yeah, maybe we didn't know about it though. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Bell <laughs> riots are my choice for that. one. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm I'm gonna go with that one. And then nuclear yeah. war is the next World one. World War Three is probably gonna happen. I'm afraid. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, but then we get Zeph from Cochrane, so whatever. Or we're all dead. I don't know. Well, we'll be dead long before it, so... I mean, either way, like, fuck it. <laughs> um, thanks for writing in, Colin. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> thanks for just depressing us all. <laughs> Which do you think is most likely to happen? Everyone gets a blowjob or we're all dead. Uh, we're going to go with all dead. <laughs> uh, being as I'm an optimist, I'm going to go with all dead. A dead blowjob. Oh, ew. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, who would do that? Ew. I'm gonna um go on record and say that I'm not affiliated with this man. I, I was thinking more of like a, a Ray Stan's dead blowjob. Okay, from a that's ghost. fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm affiliated with him again. Yeah, I wasn't talking about like blowing a dead guy. I'm sure he wasn't. Everybody. I would though to prevent World War Three. Just so you know. That's good. I'll keep that in mind if that comes. Up. I'm the hero you all need. <laughs> He's the guy right there. <laughs> He's a blow with that guy. It's not World War Three. Our next email is from Thomas. Hi. Who says Thomas hey. Riker? Yeah, Thomas Riker. Oh, sweet. He says, "Hey, Trek butts." <laughs> okay. It's your listener who lives in Kentucky. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, that's really funny, actually. It's your listener that lives in Kentucky. <laughs> that's pretty good. All one of them. <laughs> they got them podcasts down there now. Uh, I've been to Lexington a few times. It's actually pretty nice, especially compared to most of the rest of the state. You've uh, you've told me about Lexington. Lexington looks like it's under construction, like all of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, I guess. At least they're trying. Yeah, they're building it up. <laughs> uh, anyway, here are a few pitch it or ditchets. Oh, shit. We're jumping Boston. straight into Boston Sean Dupree's yeah. pitch it or ditch it. We're contractually obligated to say that. Yeah. I feel like I just want to give him credit every time because he's the one. No, I think it's fair. Yeah, it's totally fair. Uh, I agree. Question one: Kess remains on Voyager. Ditch it. Pass. (laughs) (laughs) No thanks. Uh, I guess in the interest of fairness, we'll continue this. Sure. Kess remains on Voyager after Seven of Nine joins the show, and we eventually see her die a natural death as her people Uh only live to be nine years old. Yeah. And she was already around the age of three when the show started. We get to see the crew react to the tragedy in their own ways, with some characters being understanding, while others struggle to accept it, since to them, nine years seems like an incredibly small amount of time. Alright, this is winning me over. Yeah. Uh, It's possible even Kess herself may feel this way after spending more time with the Voyager crew than with her own people, and becoming accustomed to the ways of understanding life, including the understanding of the amount of time a person has to live. Nice. All right. I think I'm going to pitch this one. That's that's actually really good. You pulled it out there. That's a topic that Star Trek doesn't broach all that often. Not too much. Natural death. Yeah. And accepting your time has come. Yeah. Somebody's always putting their katra inside something or downloading their brain inside of their robot brother or some shit like that. I'm always trying to put my katra in something, dog. (laughs) You can put your katra in my uh, (laughs) anti-katra. What? <laughs> Excuse I don't know. me. What's uh? What's the? What is it? What? What's the? Th- <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, two. 
the crew in TNG decide to sit down and watch old American cartoons while on break. <laughs> Gargoyles comes on, and everyone begins to look at each other nervously while they hear their voices speaking through cartoon characters. They wouldn't be looking at themselves nervously. They would be like, cha-ching! <laughs> I made a lot of money by doing two hours worth of work. Nah, I mean, fucking Riker was on every episode of Gargoyles, almost. Yeah, he he's like the, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Xanatos. Xanathos, Xanatar, uh, Mentos. You're close. You're close. (laughs) Zanzibar. Xanatos, the fresh maker. (laughs) Bring in the photoshops. Could you imagine fucking like... (laughs) Could you imagine just hearing your voice coming out of a cartoon? Like you've never seen it before and you're just like, what the fuck? When did I do this? Yeah, that'd be weird. It'd be extra weird if, like, my friends' voices started coming out of the other <laughs> characters. Yeah, I'd be like, when did we do this? I have no memory of this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those aliens that wipe your memory and switch your body parts around came back, but they just recorded oh, a cartoon instead. The Alachi. Wow, you remember the name? I know the name, because I'm smart. Oh, my God. Josh is smart, they don't, everybody. They don't give them the name, I don't think, in the show. You have to find that out later. Oh. It's a mystery. Um, ditch it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, ditch it. I don't. I don't want to watch them watch that. I want to watch them watch other stuff. I, I got enough <laughs> of Star Trek characters knowing about the '90s in Voyager. Thank you very much. Yeah, we saw what happened there. It was a disaster. <laughs> uh, had Sarah Silverman in it for some reason. Not not bad though. Pretty good. She was very pretty in that episode. I was not expecting that. Yeah, she's she's a looker. I think. Yeah. I guess it's it snuck up on me. Anyway, funny and and attractive. Woo! What Woo. a combination. <laughs> Women can be funny? No, I'm joking everybody. <laughs> you got to tell them. You have to tell them or uh, they won't. Yeah, people will be like, "Wow, Jeff's a fucking sexist." <laughs> I mean, I like to think we talk about things and our opinion is well known on this show, yeah, but you guys still you We've, we've caught a little bit of flack recently about opinions on this show, but you know, fuck that person. For a good, for good, for, I would say for a good reason though. Like, I'll take that flack because like, we're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, as always. Anyway. Yeah, like um, how we always are, so. Pitch it or dish it three. Oh, wow, three. During one of the data transfers that happens between Voyager and the Federation in later episodes, Uh someone at the Federation sends them another copy of the EMH. They want Voyager to study it alongside the Doctor as a part of a study on how holograms can grow or something along those lines. So you get, like, a double episode? You get, like, the, the, the same actor in the same shot trick? Yeah, which is always done very well in TV. It's never not been done poorly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's all right. I like that. That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, you got That's like a B plot. I think you gotta have. Like, yeah, there's gotta be a. Uh, yeah, with stakes happen. There, something needs to be happening, and then like the EMH like helps them solve it, but at, but then like sacrifices himself or something like that. Or he, like maybe that he would like be. learns a lesson and yeah, like grows to be human like a little bit more like a little in a bit more way that's different than the doctor so they're like oh, yeah shit. maybe right maybe the doctor because the doctor's kind of like uh selfish yeah maybe he learns how to be not selfish hmm <laughs> hmm interesting interesting how interesting oh how interesting thanks for writing in though appreciate that thank email. you 
I have a question. Sure. It says in an email, but do you think John Larroquette would sue us if we put his face on a shirt? Probably, yeah, right? Yeah, he definitely would. Yeah. That's, fucking... that's why I want to do him as a Klingon on a shirt. That would be great. That would be so great. Uh, in the same pose. In the oh same my God. exact pose with like how would buy a... written under. <laughs> I would buy a fucking hoodie of that shit in two <laughs> seconds. I'm not even kidding. Um, i buy a zipper hoodie. It's like 50 bucks, It's dude. real fucking expensive. <laughs> buy all the hoodies, though. Yeah. Um, we have shirts, everybody. We got M-Class Podcast shirt. We got Shirt It yeah. shirt. We have Trek Boy shirts. <laughs> buy them. <laughs> Best commercial ever. Uh, that's what I want all commercials to end with. Just somebody we got right at the screen going, "Buy them." You're like a you're like a like a like a Saturday night like public access guy. We got M class shirts. We got shirted shirts. We got Trek Boy shirt. <laughs> buy them. Come down to Jeff's Shirt Emporium and the Highway of New Jersey Turnpike Exit Five. Come on down to Crazy Jeff's Shirt Emporium. <laughs> We're so crazy, we're buying the shirts from you. We got prices so low that they're not even competitive anymore. <laughs> we're going out of business again. <laughs> I don't know why, but we're losing profits. <laughs> Our next email. <laughs> Great segue. It's from Sam. Hi. Who starts the email with Trek Boys. Trek boys. It's like with a period behind it and everything. Trek boys. How, pro- how proper. After hearing you guys talk about cartoons in the Code of Honor episode, I wanted to ask, what would you think about an animated Star Trek series? I know there's already one, but animated yeah. is a generous term for that show. It's great Star Trek, but the tight 70s cartoon budget kept it from being much more than a bunch of tight it's shots like, on Kirk's yeah. immaculate gob. It's like anime, right? Like they recycle like shots, and it's like all fucking like cheap and shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, I was it's the difference between like it's like the between shots in anime where it's just people standing and talking. They're just standing, yeah. But yeah, there's yeah. no action shots where it's all fluid and looks good like anime right. does. Right, right. It's it's the like budget anime, yeah, not the like it's standard actual Hanna Barbera animation. Yeah, where is, the characters exactly, just exactly. move their neck and head and yeah. nothing else. Zoinks! Uh, I would love a Star Trek show like. Like the Clone Wars, like oh, if it was like that. Oh my god! He brings that up it. actually. Uh, if Mister in charge of Star Trek at the moment puts you in charge of a brand new Star Trek series, what would you want to do with it? Uh, mm-hmm. Would you want it to be a new story with new characters, or would you want to follow the framework of a previous series? Uh, uh, new Star Trek with new characters, but set after TNG. You know that almost happened. That would be great. That was they had this idea to do a completely new Star Trek series. I think it was like near the end of the nineties or like yeah. early two thousands, and it was going to be animated. And it looked nineties extreme as fuck. So I'm glad oh, it didn't happen. <laughs> Neon outfits, everyone. It's like I don't know. It looked like Todd McFarlane designed the characters. Oh my god! I mean, I gotta see this. It's a lot of spiky hair and like yeah, it's nineties. Um, yeah, it's it's very nineties, but um. Yeah, I would I would do a new crew, uh, and I would set it after TNG. I would I would sure. do the exact same thing. Yeah, um, I I think I would tick all those uh, like diversity boxes. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and give like everybody a character they could like. They, oh, yeah. they would want in Star Trek because I mean. An animated cast can be larger than a live action cast because you can make people so like wildly different looking and with like much more yeah, pronounced personalities. You can just draw it. Yeah. And uh, 
that way, like, audiences can keep track of a larger cast that yeah. way. Yeah. I still yep. probably wouldn't have more characters than, like, maybe, like, ten main, like, characters that interact a lot with the story. I would like a woman captain who's more like, uh, what's his name? Captain, uh, Captain Mean Man from, Oh, uh, Jellico? When, yeah, like, Jellico, yeah. but a woman. I would do that. Man, I don't know. Cause, like, it's hard fucking, to like Jellico is the thing. I know, I know, but that's the thing. Like, then you eventually are like, oh, yeah, this captain knows what they're doing. I don't know. I think I would like to have a female captain who's like much more adventurous and fun. Who like like sees a Kirk? Like, yeah, like like a Kirk, like somebody who sees like the fun in the adventure of what. Yeah, I would. Doing. I would like that too. That would be cool. I think that would be really cool. One who just like kind of is like, is this captain suicidal? <laughs> <laughs> like that would be kind of fun. Um, how would you take advantage of it being animated? For instance, in Tartakovsky's Clone Wars shorts, Hey-o. he reimagined the characters and creative narratives that could only be expressed through animation. On the other yeah. hand, the real Star Trek animated series stayed closer to the tone and style of the live-action stuff, so that's another option. Well, Tartakovsky uh, did what uh, Last Jedi eventually would do and made it like a samurai. Like... That's like, true. There's a lot of Samurai. And, and he was doing Samurai Jack at the time, too. Mm-hmm. So he was taking a lot of that Samurai Jack uh, style and humor. There's a lot of really funny jokes in Clone Wars where you're like, holy shit, that's hilarious. Uh, I was thinking more like the Dave Filoni Clone Wars where it's like computer animated and like... Man, I don't. I would like it to be like hand animated, but I'm just like a bigger fan. Yeah, that's. I know you would like... Yeah, because you like that. Uh, I'm not saying that to be like, yeah, you like that. Yeah, but you like, like that dumb shit. Yeah, don't you like that stupid shit. But like, I think it's a lot easier from like a production standpoint to like computer animate stuff now. So like, I would be okay with that. Star Trek always has like a big scale to it, but has trouble getting that across to the audience. Yeah. And, like, the action in Star Trek is, like, a little stunted by the uh, fact that, like... Yeah, the budget know, and it's, stuff. It's the budget and, like, the small scale of, like, the way sets and stuff have to be. Well, that's what's great about the Dave Filoni Star Wars is, like, all that stuff is, like... It's not going to cost anything to blow yeah. anything up. <laughs> I mean, like, so they just blow lots of stuff up, you know what I mean? I feel like a Star Trek animated series could benefit from like the widening of scale to show you the scale that Star Trek is trying to yeah. show you. Yeah, I agree. And like the action scenes could be far more action packed without making them like turning all the characters into like martial artists and shit. Yeah, turning all, turning all the characters into martial artists and then like randomly tilting the camera to like this crazy Dutch angle for no fucking reason. Absolutely unnecessary. Like, like, why are you doing that? Just the characters <laughs> sometimes do like really awkward combat roles or like just yeah or like do really slow punches because they're not really right. They're people. not really fighters. Just like yeah. speed up the motion, make it look cooler in the way they do it. I feel like you can show Trek the way it's meant to be seen or like meant to be taken in by the audience, but you don't yeah. have to rely on the imagination of the audience so much. Right. I agree. I would, I'm into this. I would love that. I would love this. Man. More Star Trek. That is a discovery, please. Yes. Let's go. Please pick <laughs> up where TNG left off. People talk about Discovery getting, like, a very cold reception from the fandom. Yeah. And I feel like there's obviously, like, a portion of that that's, like, just uh, people were going to be unhappy with whatever they got. Cause yeah, no matter what. New yeah. Star Trek. 
Uh, I feel like there would have been a much better reception for Discovery if it was set after TNG. Yeah. You can accept yeah. changes and things being wildly different. And yeah, it's the it's prequelitis. Like it's hard to go yeah. back and. I mean, there's people who don't even know what universe it's set in. So, I mean, I don't really know, honestly. I guess it's set in the prime universe. I have no fucking clue. It is. It's set in the prime universe. It I shouldn't mean, be. It doesn't make any it sense. Sh- it shouldn't be at all. But I, I guess I'm glad that it does. I don't. Know. I mean, really, if the storylines would have engaged me in any way, like I've seen yeah. the entire first season at this point, and if Jeff the Klingon titties, because like a, a couple friends of mine kept pushing me to watch more of it, so I sat yeah. down and just finished the season, and it never gripped me. I just kept getting angrier as I. Well, I stopped. I yeah, not to get off on this tangent, but I stopped at like episode ten, and I was like, I don't even care. I was like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, I cared none far before that, but I just <laughs> wanted to get it out of the way so next time somebody's like, well, you didn't even finish you didn't watch it. it. Yeah, I could be like, I actually, mean, I fucking did. Also, like. I'm not fucking buying CBS All Access to suck my dick. Put it on fucking Netflix and I'll watch your whole show. Maybe maybe do that. Yo, there's a pl- like I got it on Fire Stick. They got yeah, it on, on Fire Stick. Yeah. <laughs> on Amazon. They got it on the Fire Stick. <laughs> you don't pay money for that, Josh. I pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't everybody. I would never. Jeff. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> Me neither. I'm winking at the mic. Yeah, me too. On a final note, <laughs> I've got an alternate universe hypothetical for you, Trek boys. Oh, shit. How do you think Star Trek would be different if the show started as a cartoon? Same vision and people working on it, but it was made with animation. No. <laughs> um, I feel like I mean, Star Trek wouldn't exist anymore if that happened. Like Star Trek would have been yeah. a one-off thing that nobody picked up on. Part of the reason it stuck around even from like the early like TOS is because like the characters and the personalities who played the characters were so large. So I don't think you can get that in the, a, in a cartoon. Like, Star Trek existed during a time when cartoons were thought of as like absolutely oh, yeah. disposable media that no I mean, and you watch whatever, dude. Watch. I mean, th- yeah, this is the era of Scooby Doo and like Speed Buggy and like yeah. all this bullshit. Like, yeah, you don't want it to be a cartoon. And you don't. The reason Star Trek uh, like did so well is because adults and children watched it. Watched all it. The time. Yeah. Adults were not aren't weren't gonna watch Star Trek as a cartoon. No, and it's not like now. It's not like now. And they didn't watch Star Trek as a cartoon, even like yeah, like ten yeah. years later or whatever. Yeah, it was like f- five years later. It yeah. was pretty it was, relatively soon. And like they the didn't watch it then, and that's why Star Trek the animated series didn't last that long. I mean, it's good because it's so bad. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like like it. I don't know. We could talk about the animated series at another time. But yeah, like, we'll there's a couple episodes that. where I'm like, all right. This is all right, and then it's like, like we're gonna have to do like an animated series special and pick out yeah. some episodes about it. But well, we're gonna do the Satan mini mini special <laughs> whenever there's a Satan in Star in Star Trek. Um, almost said Star Wars. Jesus, he he gets into some thoughts that he had. Like he, the, you would see way less humanoid aliens in popular culture because Star Trek played such a big role in how people well, yeah they, aliens. They do that in the animated series too. They're like, "Well, here's this weird thing," but you know. The the problem is, like I said, like I just don't think Star Trek would have been popular in the same well, they, way. They do that now. Like the the first fucking shot of Discovery is they're on some like weird bug planet, and it's like I don't care about these bugs. Like, 
I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and they're breaking the prime directive, and nobody ever fucking mentioned. Yeah, they're breaking the prime directive, and like they're just like, well, we'll just walk around on this planet and yeah, broad daylight. This planet and save the eggs of these people that were gonna die in a flood or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's breaking the prime directive. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> whatever. No one on fucking- that show gives up fuck about the history of Star Trek in any way, no one, shape, or form. Yeah, well, that's fucking what's-his-name for you. Goddamn fucking Alex Kurtzman, the worst piece of shit ever. Yeah. Sorry, he's not a piece of shit, but his writing is a piece of I'm, shit. I'm sorry, Sam. We, we, I, I know that you were probably like, man, these guys are gonna have these really cool ideas about how Star Trek would be different. But I, I don't. I it don't would if ideas. it... I just think it, it wouldn't have been popular. I'm it sorry. would if it was started now, because... You know, people uh, uh, like are way more receptive to that like type of storytelling now because mm-hmm. of our generation. Because like we grew up like knowing that there could be good cartoons because there were. Yeah, um, and I mean like cartoons, but not in the sixties. I don't watch a lot of cartoons anymore, but like yeah. a ton of my adult friends are like huge into cartoons. Like oh Steven my god, Universe like and yeah, I'll, I'll, there's t- and like Netflix is cranking out cartoons like. People are watching it, like anime. They're getting into, oh, yeah. you know. Anime is like the biggest yeah. business in the world outside of Japan now. Ironically, uh, dying industry in Japan, but the biggest yeah. thing outside of it is anime. Yep. Sorry, Japan. Um, Sam says that's all I got, but I hope this email finds you well. Good luck that's a great on whatever email. the next collection is. Satan's. It's Romulans for now, but it will be Satan's. <laughs> We're going to have to actually do this. We'll do it eventually. It'll be funny, I think. <laughs> Our next email is from uh, I'm Eric Fauchot. Hi. Okay. Uh, who titled his email, You Them Trek Boys? We is. We Them Trek Boys. We Them Trek Boys. He writes, hello. Hi. Uh, Kapla. <laughs> Thanks for watching all the Trek. Thank I've, you. I've only seen TNG a few times, so having you cool dudes watch all the things and talk about it has been a good way for me to in- get introduced to and get informed about all the other treks. Nice. I like it when you guys geek the fuck out and start talking Trek techno babble. Yeah. I ain't gonna get that kind of Trek universe building knowledge on my own. I don't have the patience <laughs> for that shit. <laughs> Look, I'm glad somebody likes it when we get off on those tangents. Oh, yeah, man. I can talk about that shit forever. I don't know if we did in the last episode or not. I feel we probably did. Uh, um, I don't remember. We talked about Batman. We got off on like a really long tangent about like the nature of the Federation and what it means. But we That's that what I like. I like that more than the techno talk, I, I honestly. Too. I like like the geopolitical, like big galaxy wide talk that's uh, my favorite thing to talk about too me too i might be a very i uh, might be a part of a very small percentage of your viewership listenership yeah who wants to hear techno babble from you guys but if you're interested i'd like to suggest an episode or short series where you guys watch episodes that are heavy with trek world building Ooh. throw that into the hat for the next drawing that's a good one. I assume that's how you pick what you do next, with a hat. Yeah. I hear that's how the ma- Electoral College does it. Yeah, it's a magic hat that spits out, like, Harry Potter style, like a yeah. flaming... You put like, your hat on and it just yells out what the next uh, collection is. Yeah. Satan door! <laughs> and we're like, what? All right. <laughs> All right, hat. Calm down. Are you better than the Electoral College? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> 
Hat drawings are cool, though, especially if it's done with a cowboy hat. Data wore a cowboy hat once, and I know you ain't better than Data. This might be my favorite email we've ever gotten. This is great. Uh, thanks for taking the time to read this tangent-filled garbage of an email. I appreciate you guys and hope you continue to have fun with this podcast. Uh, thank you, you for later. listening. That's great. Thank, thank you. you. I'm Eric Faucheau. <laughs> Faucheau. I appreciate your email and all the tangents in it. I'll probably uh, try to think of some more techno babble to talk about now. Man. Now that I know someone likes it. As long as somebody out there wants to hear it, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. Our next email is from Pezcorn. I know Pezcorn. Yeah, Pezcorn's cool. <laughs> Hello, Trek boys. Hello, Pezcorn. Pezcorn. I want to preface this by saying there's a lot of email episodes and my memory sucks, so if you've already done this, too bad. <laughs> oh, wow. I haven't done one of these yet, so I figured I'd give it a shot. It's time cool. for another Boston Sean Dupree's Ditch It or Ditch It. <laughs> oh, shit. He spelled your name wrong, Sean. I want to point that out for everybody. What, how, does, how does Sean spell it? S-E-A-N. Oh, that way. Scene. Yeah. Scene. It's the G-off of Sean's. <laughs> the Joff of Sean's. That's true. I'm Weird. sorry, Sean. I don't mean that. Uh, we start out on a classic slow pan of the outside of the TNG Enterprise and then cut mm-hmm. into your average day aboard the starship. Everything is going okay. fine until people start going missing. When the bodies are found, they are all torn apart limb from limb oh, and eviscerated. What the fuck? People are fa- Have you watched Star Trek, Pescoin? Anyway, uh, people are found <laughs> jettisoned out of airlocks and mangled bodies found teleported all around the ship. <laughs> what the fuck? When no one There's that is- one episode where that lady gets beamed into the floor. Oh god, that was terrifying. That's fucking horrible. Uh, when no one else is left alive, we cut to Data on the bridge, sitting down in the captain's chair. Slow zoom in on Data's face, smiling his goofy smile. Fade to white. <laughs> Fade back in on Data's face, still smiling, while Picard and the judge argue over whether or not Data's an appliance in the background. Credits roll. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I'm gonna say I would pitch that as a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, I would pitch that as, like, a fan thing. That'd be hilarious as a fan thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also wanted to let Jeff know my name isn't Bob. That's a fake name I made up when I was 15, and the internet was just a fad. Wow, Bob? That's a great fake name, Pezcorn. No one will know the difference. (laughs) Where did you ever come up with Bob, Pezcorn? (laughs) (laughs) I was XXX Sephiroth 69420, (laughs) but you were with Bob, so... Who is the real cool guy in the end? Only, only somebody who is old would make up a fake name called Bob. He must be an old person. Uh, my real name is Devin. It's completely okay. irrelevant and doesn't matter to anyone, but hey, it's my email. Deal with it. With an I or an O? Because isn't female generally O and it's, male it's I? I? Yeah, yeah. Well, his, I don't know. I don't know. If he made up the name Bob, I would assume he's the guy, but... Maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, that's what I You know I what they say do. about assuming. Yeah, make, yeah. Makes an ass don't, out of you. Don't do it. Not me, though. Just you. Yeah, I'm never an ass. <laughs> Yours forever and always, Pezcorn. Pezcorn Bob. <laughs> Thank you, Pezcorn. That was Great a beautiful email. email with a disturbing, disturbing pitch it or ditch it in it. Poor data. Our next email is from Rich. 
Oh, who rich. titled his email "Well She"? <laughs> well She. Ahoy, Trek boys! Hello, Well She. And his name is Rich. Oh, I mean Rich. <laughs> and bad Trek boys, you are. What? I, I haven't been able to listen to the podcast for a few weeks, and when I come back, I see a horror show of episodes waiting. For me. <laughs> Look, we didn't pick them. Yeah, you guys <laughs> voted on that shit. Yeah, we didn't I didn't pick that shit. I like to rewatch the episode before listening to the podcast to reacquaint myself. So these last few weeks have been pretty rough. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Every time I finished an episode, I felt obliged to insist that there were four lights. There are four lights. <laughs> What's worse is I fell for your hideous Terra Nova prank. Yay! I my hat to you. Hey, it's <laughs> Gotcha, bitch. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so I know you get a lot of emails about Voyager, and let's face it, we all hate the show. But no one ever talks about what they really would have done to make it better. No, Josh, saying cancel it is not a legitimate response. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Uh, I I think you make... I don't know. You make uh, the the characters better. You just cast better characters, first of all. Like, I think better actors, right. I mean towards your character's strong suits and not just right. try to like duplicate TNG with a different set of characters. The whole the whole like cast and like this is no like uh th- this is no like 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 uh I don't know. Like I'm not trying to say like they're all terrible actors cuz a lot of them are very good actors. Yes. Like uh uh what's her name? Uh fuck. What is her fucking name? Oh my god. I'm like it's oh, like super late. Her, her name is um fucking Orange is the new black. Kate Mulgrew. <laughs> Kate Mulgrew is great. Yeah. Kate Mulgrew um, is a great actress. But like I would start by making the cast different. And cuz you could get a lot more out of them, I think. Uh Balana's pretty good. I would probably keep her. And the doctor's amazing, even though he's like annoying. He does get a little, a little annoying. Sometimes. He gets a little old, yeah. Uh but you know, other than that like story-wise, like you just have to like Write stories that have something yeah. to do with your setup in the yes. series. Like, they had a yeah. perfect setup for, like, a billion stories. Like, the ship yeah. is made out of two factions who are completely at odds with one another. Right. And it's like, these characters Alaska. should hate each other's guts, and then they're thrust yeah. into the absolute abyss of the Delta Quadrant. Yeah. And then they just, they're the TNG crew suddenly, and they just go on adventures together. Yeah, and they. Retread adventures. Yeah, and they pull that bullshit where they're like every other episode or something, there's like a way home, and it's like, oh my god! Completely unnecessary. (laughs) Stop! It's, they do that, and then the episodes in between are like, well, we're going to have to be here a long time, so let's establish diplomatic yeah. relations with somebody. Right, and it's and like, like well, you're not going to be there, though. You're you going to move. You just thought you were going to be home yesterday. Like, yeah. Whatever. The best part about that show is the Borg, and that whole show really, I think, centers around like the idea that the Borg are coming, which is great, because like, they know they're going to have to go through the Borg to get home. Yeah. But... Again, like to get to that point, it's like it's a slog. Then, oh man! And then there's like the year of hell, and it's like it really does feel like a year of hell because like those <laughs> episodes are fucking terrible. Um, 
He does have a pitch it or ditch it kind of idea for what Voyager should have been. All right, well, kind of pitch it or ditch it, I guess. Voyager <laughs> is still pursuing the Maquis and get dragged to the Badlands in the same way, but uh-huh. when they arrive, there are a literal ton of other ships from the Alpha Quadrant too: a Romulan warbird, a Klingon Vorcha, a Gower-class Cardassian ship, but they're all barely functioning and skeleton crewed after the Array did so much damage to their systems, bringing them all to the Delta Quadrant. Oh, boy. The episode would play out much the same, adding the deaths of a few more Federation crews and no Kess and Neelix. But at the end, a convoy of ships have come together as one in order to repair Voyager... Battlestar Galactica. ...and get her home... And with a crew made up of Romulans, Klingons, Cardassians, and Federation staff. That's a great idea. I think that is a great idea. That gives you so much yeah. of a chance to get into the heads of characters that are normally just one-dimensional villains. Yeah, that's a great idea. I would pitch that. That's great. Um, the ship could be this weird hybrid of different technologies, but ultimately still a Federation ship, and why the right. captain would still be a Federation officer. Let's face it, the other races would vote her in simply because it's the enemy they hate least. <laughs> right, they all hate each other. Imagine the That's... fun seeing a Klingon and Romulan have to interact daily and try to do their jobs. Oh my god. They hate each other. Uh, much like Londo <laughs> and Gakar on Babylon 5. Londo is the guy who has the Russian accent. I remember that. I don't. I, and Gakar is that the show. reptile guy. I haven't watched that show in so fucking long. That show was good. That was a good show. Yeah, I remember it being pretty good. Yeah, it got better, like, later. Also, you wouldn't have the brainwashing of characters who abandon their ideals after five minutes of being on Voyager minus Seska, <laughs> who should have stayed with the crew. Yeah. I realized that this is essentially taking Babylon 5, Star Trek, and Battlestar Galactica and blending them all together, but I really think it would work. It's a great, It's a way better idea than the current uh, setup, you know? Yeah. The Federation has to struggle micro on a micro level uh with the struggles it has to deal with on a macro level at home that's interesting it's really interesting interesting. (laughs) um it it wasn't like part of the reason ds9 was so great is that they uh had this cordial federation backbone characters were allowed to have conflict and tension it wasn't Galactica levels by any means but the characters had motivations that went beyond learning to sing the doctor Or being a domineering war criminal slash catfish baby haver, Janeway. Add some of these principles to Voyager and you might have had a good show on your hands and might also attract some good writers. A war criminal? Because of the Borg? Slash catfish baby haver. I mean, I... I'll stick up for Janeway and say, I don't give a fuck what she does to the Borg. Josh always goes to bat. It's not... He's not a war... She's not a war criminal because of what she does to the Borg. It's yeah. that she aids the Borg. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I mean, Against Species 8472? Fuck those guys. Wow. They're fucking even crazier. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Josh they're, always they're goes to bat for Janeway. I'm, I'm like, very middle of the road on Janeway. I, I, like, I think I she's like the best part of that show. Lot. She's easily the best part of that oh, show. Oh, yeah, there's no like, doubt. She is the best part of the show. Yeah. I'll take Janeway over, like, fucking, even Tuvok. Like, I like Tuvok, but, like, I don't know. I could do without Tuvok. Tuvok is mostly just kind of, like, boring for most of the show. What about when he turns into Tuvix? Uh... (laughs) Ditch it. Super ditch that episode. And they were like, we're making it. We already made the costume. 
In closing, if a fourth email doesn't prove how much I appreciate you magnificent bearded beasts, then I'll say it. You guys are the best, and M-Class doesn't get nearly the amount of credit it deserves. Genuinely, it's rekindled a love of Star Trek that the JJ-verse and Discovery had attempted to snuff. Oh, that makes me feel good. Thank you so much. Also, fuck those shows and movies. I agree. Fuck Fuck J.J. Abrams and fuck Discovery. Yeah. Also, I have to praise Jeff's thumbnails. They legitimately crack me up every time I see one, you funny son of a bitch. Jeff sends them to me, like, in the middle of the day. Like, I'll just get, like, a thing, like a DM, and I'll be like, oh, what's this? And if I get a DM, it's Jeff. I know it's Jeff. Or Kevin. (laughs) Those are the only two people who DM me. And, uh, (laughs) like, and so, like, I'm like, oh, here's the thumbnail, and I'll click on it, and the the fucking uh, catfish one, I, like, cackled. I, like, laughed really hard. (laughs) I was like, that's fucking perfect. You got, like, the camera angle right. Like, that's amazing. (laughs) I was like, look how stupid this fucking scene is. And look how funny it is. I have no idea, but, like, I just... I was trying to figure out what to make the thumbnail, and it just hit me like lightning from the sky. Like, I have to recreate... <laughs> the eagle's hat on! You have... got the eagle's hat on! <laughs> like, I have to recreate this scene perfectly. I have to put all this fucking effort into this thumbnail and recreate the scene. It's so good. Oh, my God. We talked about that episode for 20 minutes and then spent 50 minutes talking about random other shit. But I, I, think, I, I think he day. spent yeah, a day drawing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you though rich i appreciate that that's great uh living in the omnipresent fear of a global thermonuclear war will call that will cause the extinction of the human race but might hopefully trigger the cochrane-esque future we all need <laughs> hopefully minus any two dick aliens rich <laughs> oh we're gonna run into some two dick aliens oh, for sure. like it's it's gonna happen uh, P.S. I'm thinking of attempting to introduce my reluctant wife to Star Trek. I will keep you updated with my progress. Oh, yes. Please do. I guarantee you she will like it. And oh, that's yeah. me not knowing anything about your wife or your lives together. I guarantee she'll like it. I was lucky, man. Like, my wife was a fan of Star Trek f- for her whole life. Like, long before yeah. she ever met me. That's why you married her. Yeah. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. I know, like... I know there are a lot of Star Trek fans that, like, completely miss the point of Star Trek, and they're just, like, assholes or whatever. That's fans of everything, though. But, like, hearing that someone legitimately loves Star Trek always, like, softens my initial opinion of them. Oh, yeah. I, I know exactly, like, the type of person that they are. Yeah. I can deal. I can, like, deal with them. I like, can be. I can rationalize with this human being, you know? Like, I feel the same way when I learn somebody like Superman. Because, yeah. like, so many people hate Superman that, like, you have to really understand the guy to like him. Yeah, hating Superman is, like, super in, though, right? It's like the, it's like a fucking, like, meme at this point. Like, yeah, well, that's it's funny that's, to yeah. hate Superman, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and it's, yeah. But, they uh, can't, they can't beat Superman because he's too strong, so they have to knock him down a peg. You can't beat Superman because he's too strong, except all of his villains are stronger than him. Like Lobo. Lobo is great, but um, <laughs> Lobo is like my dad. My favorite thing is that argument against Superman falls apart if you don't also like hate the Martian Manhunter's guts. Yeah, Martian Manhunter like goes invisible. He for has shit. <laughs> all of Superman's powers, plus he can turn invisible and go through walls, and also uh, he can like put his tentacles in your brain and shit. He has fuck, like mind control up. powers and all this shit, and he has no weakness to kryptonite. So yeah. He's also Vulcan as fuck, because he's boring as shit. <laughs> fuck 
you. He's like, I don't know. Uh, the Martian I, man, I don't know. I like that guy, and I like Vulcans, so suck I love dick. Vulcans, too. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we also got a follow-up email from Cheeto Puff. <laughs> okay, Cheeto Puff. Nicole, um, yeah. who says, Howdy, Josh and Jeff. Yesterday, oh, this was the email. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. this email. Yesterday, I attended an adoc- and Fuck. Yesterday, I attended an academic research conference and did a presentation on Star Trek and applied some literary criticism to it. I had a full house, basically, and some of my professors were there as well as the dean of the English department. What? After I gave my presentation, I actually got a number of questions from the audience. It was super fun and exciting. That sounds great. I had a PowerPoint that included stills and clips from the episodes I talked about, but the script doesn't have them. I can share visual aids with you if you like, too. Yeah. And she gave us the script, which I read through. Okay. I didn't see it, Uh, She said, I honestly don't know if the presentation was recorded on video or not, but if it was, I can get access to it. I'll let you know. I would love that. Thank you. Um, I'm glad that it went well. That that sounded like it was awesome, and I would I wish we could have like seen it. Yeah, if you have sure. it, I would love to watch it. I would have it. loved to have seen it. So if you yeah. do find a video of it, we'd love to see it. But I read through the, uh, your script. Um, the only problem I have with your script is the same problem I have with like everybody's idea of Star Trek is that your uh-huh. version of Kirk doesn't exist. Oh, it's like the womanizer Kirk. Yeah, like yeah. it's pop culture Kirk, and it, it does serve to like underline your point, though. So I understand exactly why right. it was used that way. But overall, it was a really great presentation, and I really I enjoyed love to see reading it. it. I'll um I'll like uh, pop a link over to Josh here. Pop a link over to Josh. Oh God! <laughs> what is this? Copy. Some kind of link? What are you giving me a link over here? I'm giving you a... shut the fuck up. Here's your link. Wait, you popping some kind of link over here? It's popping a link. Google Docs open. All right, I'll read this later. He'll read it later. Thank you, Nicole. I can't, though I, I really, can't do three I really did once. love your presentation. Thank you. Great email. Um, I'm not gonna read it though because it's like it takes 15 minutes to read. She said so. The script? Yes. Oh no, I won't read it. To like now, read yeah. it out loud. I'm not. Gonna yeah, read no, it no, out no, loud. no. Um, our next email is from Sean, but not any of the other Sean's. Okay. He says, yes, an email from yet another Sean who listens to you Trek boys. God damn, people stop naming your kids Sean. You asked recently <laughs> favorite alien species. I say the Romulans. Oh, how appropriate. He sent this before I announced what our thing was. Oh, well. there you go. There they're you like go. Vulcans, but ruthless and know that they're dicks and don't care. That's pretty sweet. Plus, they have the coolest logo in all science fiction. Their logo is dope as fuck. It really is fucking cool. I think I think the other, like, a couple of weeks ago, like, when football season was on, I, I saw a picture of the Falcons' new stadium, and they have, like, they have, like, this fucking falcon out front that looks exactly like the Romulan, <laughs> like, warbird. And I was like, where the fuck is this, Romulus? Like, it's, like, dark as fuck, dude. It's cool, That's though. awesome. <laughs> uh, I have a hard time ending emails. How about you? And then it stops. It stops at the Y. <laughs> Thanks for a right. short but sweet email, Sean. We also love the Romulans. I, I I really have a soft spot in my heart for emails that are performance art. I do too. I that really was pretty do. good. That was pretty good. Um, our next email is from Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Says, hey there, Trek boys. Hello. Maybe you guys can answer something for me with your big fat brains. <gasps> oh, compliments. 
The TNG episode <laughs> Unification implies that Romulus and Vulcan are close together. I'm confused. I thought they were really far apart. I've checked uh, online, and nobody seems to have a consensus. Please, there. I mean, I could draw it for you. Uh, they're I'd, relatively close like, together. I mean, relatively close, like because they're both in the same quadrant. Yeah, like the planets are close-ish. Like there's there's yeah. definitely a relative idea of what close is in Star Trek. Yeah, how far zoomed into the galaxy are you? Right, like it's yeah, like Vulcan and what Romulus scale are, are you at? Vulcan and Romulus are closer together than Earth and Vulcan. Are do you really think? I don't know. I think Earth and Vulcan are sixteen light years away. I think Romulus. I think Romulus is farther than than Earth is. Uh, you might be right. Here, you might be like, right. I yeah, can, there's I mean, no there's, consensus online. Is the thing. Well, there's ne- they never show it in a in a in a canon episode, so everyone yeah, sort no of extrapolates. Map. Yeah, I mean the STO map is it's. Uh, it's a little farther away than I even think it is on the STO map, but that's a video game. But the the map that I usually picture in my head is like um, Earth, uh, Soul, the Sun is on the line between the Alpha and Beta quadrants, and Vulcan is like in the Beta quadrant a little bit, mm-hmm. and then Romulus is like if you draw a line northeastwardly up a little bit that's where Romulus is, and then the Alpha Quadrant is the Alpha Quadrant, where, like, DS9 is, and Cardassia, and all that shit. Do they do they imply that Romulus and Vulcan are close together? I don't remember that. Not really. I mean, they, no, I mean, not really. But, like, Warp Drive, like, makes all that sort of, like, irrelevant a lot of times, because, like... In TNG, it absolutely does. Yeah, like, how fast are you going, and, like, you know, ships can go crazy fast, so they get places fast. I don't know. They're not, like, super close together, but they're not, like, really, really far they're, apart. They're an easily travelable distance away from one yeah. another. Yeah, I'll try to find, like, a map, and I'll put it somewhere. Like, a map that I, like, personally respect and like to follow. Because the, There's the, the tons Romulans are, like, you know, they left Vulcan to find their own world so that they can, you yeah. know, march under the banner of the raptor, you know? Yeah. Which is a cool way to say it. They worship swords, too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Them bitches love swords. I know I do, and I'm a bitch, so... Um, I'm a bitch. But I'm like, a bitch, I'm a Romulan, <laughs> I'm a lover, I'm a fighter. I fucking butchered that. That was a real song. It was. Well, they fucking... They, like, march under their own banner and, like, leave the planet, but, like, nothing really says how long it took them to arrive at Romulus. Yeah, and, they're, they, and like, Vulcans have warp capability, like, f- a way long time ago. Yeah, they like, had it before uh, Sorok, so... Y- yeah, like, it's just... Like, they talk about that in Enterprise, too, where, like, uh, the the one ambassador says to, to, the, to the Earth guy... <laughs> uh, What's his name? Fucking, he's in every Star Trek. I don't remember his name though. The uh, Admiral. He's like, he's like, you have done in ninety years what it took us a thousand years to do. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, that's that's something that we find disturbing. (laughs) He's like, I would too, really. But he's like, he's like, you're not supposed to do this. And like, so yeah, so they've had it for like a really long time, which means that they had it like when the Romulans left. So they could go pretty far, I would think. I'm trying to find like a good map here. This yeah, map is huge. Josh will post up a map onto RM class Twitter. How about that? Yeah, this map's a little 
cartoony. I'm gonna find a better one. We'll we'll like tag it as like uh, we had a question about the distance between Romulus and Vulcan or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll move on to our next email for a little. Yeah. Bit. Um, our next email is uh, from Steve Nemzik. Hi, Steve. Who is back? Hi, he Steve. Says, <laughs> he says, "Hey, guys." What's your take on the retconning of stuff like an Enterprise where the Romulans are shown to have cloaking devices and warp drive and like an Enterprise minefield, but in the original mm-hmm. canon they supposedly didn't have warp-capable craft like in TOS? We talked about this last yeah. episode. I always found it hard to believe that a species would be capable of waging interstellar war without a warp drive. Yeah. Personally, I have no problem with retconning stuff as long as it makes sense. I agree with that. 100%. Yeah. I yeah. like retconning isn't necessarily a bad thing. I've never thought it was. If it right, makes they, things they, more clear and more like it makes it fit the narrative world better, then, then I'm do all it, for it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh and Star Trek like we talked about this uh, in previous episodes that Star Trek has been around so long that you're going to need to course correct like that every now and then because you have entirely literally different generations of people writing this shit. Yeah. So you have to like kind of fix the problems. I think it makes sense that they do have uh, cloaking devices, because, like, why wouldn't they, right? Like, yeah. they're they're duplicitous. Like, it makes perfect story sense for them to have that. I agree. I, I mean, I'd, I've never been a hater of retconning things, if it makes better sense. I think if it needless something, retconning yeah. is, point, is, like, stupid. Agreed, agreed. Needless retconning is terrible. There's a lot of needless retconning in comic books for absolutely no reason. Like, yeah. oh shit, this contradicts the story I'm doing right now. Right. I'm not gonna change my story, I'm gonna change the history of this character the whole that's been thing. around for 60 years. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Like, that's, that's terrible. You run into that problem a lot with, like, long-running media, though, where it's impossible to know the continuity of everything that came before. Well, it's not impossible. Um, It's more difficult, but, like, I think part of the failures of, like, New Trek is that they don't even try because J.J. Abrams, it doesn't care. Not to, like, harp on that again, but, like, that's a a big example I can think of. But, I mean, there's a difference between, like, a television series that's had like what like five series or whatever and it's yeah. like easily referenceable information everywhere right and like a comic book series like batman that's been running for 60 years yeah that's more difficult um i, I feel like the star trek writers don't have that much of an issue with the continuity especially like people now that are supposed to be fans of star trek that are writing it like, you yeah. should know better than all these, like, pointless retcons you're making. Well, that's why I'm going to go to bat for STO again. It's like, these are fans who, like, like in the new in the new upcoming expansion, like, they had a whole, like, live stream where the guy who, like, was in charge of designing, like, redesigning uh, Deep Space Nine was like, I watched, like, every episode of Deep Space Nine again. Yeah. And he's like, I wanted everything to be perfect. And, like, I respect the fuck out of that. Oh, yeah. Like, That's, like, there are two sides to having fans take over things. Yeah. You have, like, the good side with, like, STO, where, like, these people pour their heart and soul into this to give yeah. you as close to an experience 
of being in the show as you right. possibly can. Right. And then you have the other side that happens in like comics all the time where these people come in and they're like, I could write this better than fucking Jack Kirby. Right. I yeah. could write this shit better than Stan Lee did. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that might be true, but like you're just shitting all over the legacy of what came before, but whatever. That's a whole yeah, other thing. There's fans who like, like follow that certain line of like respect and like respecting the source material. Excuse me. And then there's fans who are just like, well, I can do it better. It's like, well, yeah. can you though? You can, <laughs> you can respect the source material and make something wildly different at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Marvel movies catch shit from like super hardcore fans for right, changing right, continuity right. and everything. Yeah, but, but comic books change continuity like every fucking day. But like for the most part, the movies change continuity in like new and interesting and fun ways. So yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with them, them like. All. Yeah, I'm fine with them changing the colors of the stones. <laughs> like I don't care. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. Well, I'm sure there are people that care. Well, the yellow stones actually the stone of the tesseract is in. Uh, blah 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 blah. I mean, it's I'm like, sure there are people that are like that, but I feel like that's a very small percentage of even like the people yeah, who are complaining about. But the, the internet, Jeff. <laughs> it's true. Marvel movies are kind of like safe middle of the road movies for the most part, but. Yeah. Yeah. They do a good job of bringing comics to the screen in a way that appeals to everybody. Yeah. Um, unlike Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and apparently unlike J.J. Trek, since uh, that's over. So. Uh, yeah, he's on the ruining Star Wars now, so. Good. No, I'm kidding. Oh, um, this map is actually, like, I'm looking at a map right now, and it's actually much closer on this map. Yeah, the maps are all, like, super different. There's there's a few that like the one I usually follow it's a little farther away uh, but this one's like pretty close. Uh, I'll put I'll put them up. I'll fucking sure. figure it out. Uh, we is, have one last huge. email tonight. Okay. Oh, thanks for writing in by the way, Steve. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Great email. We have one last email tonight. It is from Boston Sean Dupree. Oh, the legend. <laughs> the he legend himself. Our presence. Who says Trek folk? <laughs> a That's big like a very ho- Hobbit. <laughs> Like Trek folk. The Trek folk. Um, <laughs> big fan of the Alpha Trek boy here. I guess that's me. Um, I love this episode. TOS can be a bit clunky at times, and Spock yeah. accidentally hitting the alarm certainly there you qualifies. Go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but overall, a great theme. Reminds me of so many submarine movies. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I had a Hunt quick for question. Red October. I love that movie. How do you feel about the remastered TOS editions that they stream on Netflix? I think they're We great, talked about this before. But I do wish they kept the original opening, he says. That's how you feel about it, right? Um, you like the original. And I like there the original is a, because there's, there's like a definite clash of the new effects in the original footage that takes me out of the episode every time it so, happens. So in this episode, I noticed in Balance of Terror, they, they put in new effects in in the bridge oh they do that all the time yeah i didn't know they did that and like i'm fine with it honestly because like i don't like i don't have that attachment to tos like you guys do um but i understand like wanting to keep it like uh original it's not so much that it's like a it's a detriment to the viewing experience i think like yeah there's a scene in this episode where it shows the comet with its tail behind it and it's just like 
ethereal CGI effect that like it looks, looks like it doesn't belong there. Yeah, yeah. and then it cuts to the bridge, and which it's is like, like grainy sixties footage, like cardboardy. Yeah, and, I'm like, and it just took me immediately out of the episode. Uh, one of my favorite things in Star Trek Online is when you roll uh, Agents of Yesterday character, which is the original series character. Mm-hmm. Everything you do is in that grainy look. Like they like <laughs> filter the sh- they filter the game so it looks like that. That's and great. I was like, I was like, all right, that's really cool. So like, I get, I get like liking that. Uh, the ships look better. <laughs> I, so like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's like a freedom of movement that they didn't have with the ships in the original. Yeah, effect. the it's original a effects bag, are. I think. I um, think they do okay with it. I'm I'm fine with it. I would like. It would be nice, like if Netflix had an option of like watching just like the strictly old footage episodes i'd be cool with that too it's another it's like a needless change i talked about that in the in the last few emails like it is an absolutely needless change to this you're not gonna get new young kids who hate old sci-fi effects to watch star trek the original yeah i guess that is like the the way that they think about it though right like it must be they must be like well we have to like keep it interesting but like i mean do you i don't know i don't hate it or anything like I, I, i may have the first time i saw it hated it but at this point, I'm just like, yeah, it's it's unnecessary. It sort of ta- it takes me out of the episode when I, I see it. I notice it. I notice it just because, like, I know, like, it's impossible for them to have done that <laughs> in 1966. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? But, <laughs> like, uh, I mean, if people but, like it, that's fine. I don't think people who generally, like... Uh, I'm giving people way less credit, maybe. But, like, I, I don't think people would even realize what was happening, honestly. Maybe not. They would be like, "Oh, look! It's a sh- it's a ship." Like I've they heard, don't know. I've heard people say that they have only seen that version, and they saw like they saw like the original version later, and they thought it was terrible and couldn't watch it. Yeah, I mean, because the ships thought, fly like, weird. If you're that much of like a, I have to have like more modern special effects, or I don't like the show kind of thing. I'm not sure TOS is really going to be your cup of tea anyway. Yeah, TOS wasn't about the ships so much. Like it wasn't about like, like no, here's a cool shot of the ship. <laughs> here's the thing: is like no Star Trek was ever actually no, ship. not even DS9 when they had cool no. shots of ships all the time. Like, none of that. None of these shows have ever been about the ships, which is like, I don't know. There's this weird correl like correlation. It's not causation. It's correlation that I noticed between people who are like super into the ships on Star Trek yeah. and the people who are like I don't want no SJW shit in my Star Trek <laughs> it's like like in cars or something <laughs> yeah there's no like there's no causation between it but i've noticed right. that a lot of those types of people are like big trick like ship fans i i love the ships in Star Trek i oh, love I the too. idea that like the ships like like ship design and like the the uh i think i talked about this before like the fleet modernization push to like make these more modern starfleet ships like i think that's really fucking cool um i like the ships in star trek too a lot like yeah but like like, one of my favorite things in star trek mythology is the development from enterprise to enterprise e of the ships one after another the the guy who did the F, which is the uh, the video game Enterprise, mm-hmm. he wrote an article I read about how like he was getting like <laughs> like death threats because oh he designed the Enterprise like the way it is, and uh, it's pretty interesting how people how much people love that fucking ship. I think the F looks great. There, uh, you I can find I've a picture seen of the it. F. It's like 
It's like a much more like alien it's a, looking E. It's a sleeker E, yeah. It's like Which a it's like a like a Ferrari'd up E. And like I on my desk right now I have two models, one of the A and one of the D. So yeah. I love the ships in Star Trek. I just think that people who only care about them are a little No, I know what you're saying. I Yeah. Don't you don't need to I don't know. You I can I don't whatever you want in Star Trek, by the way. <laughs> Except the Vulcans. Oh, <laughs> oh. So, guess what Sean Dupree has for us? Oh no! Is are we are we getting one? Uh oh. We're getting some Boston, some straight from the horse's mouth. Boston Sean. Oh. Pitch it or ditch it. Oh. Number one. Voyager. Wait, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They know us. Q so decides well. to fuck with Riker again and sends him back to Voyager again. But this oh, that's time, pretty, that's a pretty good joke in that show. I do like that joke. <laughs> but this time, he and Tom Paris start a ska band. <laughs> you know what? Make it Tom Riker, and we'll call the episode Two Tom Skankin." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm going to pitch it because I love the 90s, so... I would love to see Tom Paris trying to tell someone what a ska band is <laughs> in the years, in, like, the fucking far-flung future. And then he gives up, and he's like, it's shitty jazz, all right? It's just shitty jazz. <laughs> it's like punk rock jazz. What's that's punk like, rock? What? That's not even, like... It's, like, syncopated. It's kind of, like... That's the upbeat. Dun, 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 dun. It's like kind of punk. It all sounds That's, pretty similar too, really. It's like uh like uh like reggae. It's also like reggae. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It all comes from like the same fucking shit. I like ska. I am not a fan of ska, but I do not dislike uh, ska. You can get the fuck off my I like Save Ferris. Remember that band Save yeah, Ferris? Yeah, I do remember Save Ferris. They were good. Do you know I that, also that like, band I- still exists and it's literally just the lead singer? Oh, that makes sense. I met Real Big Fish one time. That was oh, fun. Yeah? yeah. Save Ferris is the one with like the girl lead singer, right? I'm thinking about the right yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. She um, broke up with the band. Like the band <laughs> broke up, right? I read about this a little while ago because I was learning about. <laughs> Welcome to the Save Ferris cast. Yeah. So she broke up. Like the band broke up, and everyone else in the band formed another band. <laughs> so Come. I wonder what happened, huh? Yeah, I, don't I wonder know. who is at fault here. <laughs> I don't know. That's not a good sign. Uh, anyway, uh, number two, next gen. Someone just edits best of both worlds and replaces <laughs> the Borg cubes with game cubes, and replaces all the Borg with Waluigi's. Not really an episode, just something I want to see. Well, I mean, I can't ditch it. It's like your dream. Yeah, so. I'm not going to destroy your dream. Yeah, I'm not going to shit on your really weird dream. By the way, ditch that uh, two Tom Skankin episode, <laughs> by the way. Um, <laughs> number three, DS9. Odo needs to know what Quark is up to and transforms himself into a glass of wine. Why not a bag? He loves being bags. It turns out Quark is up to nothing. He's just having a dinner with Rom. <laughs> Rom drinks Odo and remarks he would, about how ill he feels. He would never have dinner with Rom, so automatically... <laughs> no. Quark quickly surveys the room for signs of poison and realizes that there's an extra glass on his tray and quickly decides that Rom really deserves a vacation, puts him on the next unmanned shuttle to Ryza. <laughs> now Quark has a few days to get all of his shady businesses attended to. Odo <laughs> comes back pissed, literally... 
as all hell in a couple days. Why works. wouldn't he just be able to gum, come out of his mouth again? I don't know. I don't know. You had to wait to poop him out or pee him out or something? I don't know. Quark <laughs> smugly reminds him that his form of surveillance wasn't exactly up to Federation standards, and really, Quark didn't do anything wrong as far as Odo knows. I'm going to ditch this because a character gets pissed out of a dick in it, and I don't want to see that. <laughs> I only pitch uh, shows where characters get pissed out of two dicks. <laughs> How many dicks ah, does Rom have? Imagine me holding a cigar in my mouth. Ah, come back when you give this guy two dicks. <laughs> That's what the kids want these days, two dicks. If you want to be in the big leagues, kid, you better give this guy two dicks. Star Trek's changing, kid. We need something with two dicks on it. It's a different market out there, boys. You can't just put one dick on your spacemen. Trump's president. We need two dicks. Number four. This fall to the Nintendo Switch, Phoenix Wright, <laughs> Starfleet Attorney. <laughs> You're just referencing Nintendo things. That's a Boston. lot. A lot of this is Nintendo things. This isn't the Nintendo cast. This is the Star Trek M-Class podcast. Thanks, and as always... <laughs> Uh, wham, wham, wham. I don't know what he's. What I'm supposed it's, to. Uh, it's Waluigi. Wham, 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 uh, right. Okay. Right. That's what he does. Right. Wham, 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 wham. All right. Well, um, delete this email. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, that's all the emails we have tonight on M Class Podcast. Oh my goodness. I'd like to thank each and every one of you, except Sean, who wrote in to <laughs> us tonight. I'm gonna thank you, Sean. Nah, thanks, I, under- Sean. I understood your Wario reference. Walla Wario. I guess it's Wario, right? Is Wario the one who does that? Waluigi does it. They all do. Does he it. also? Fucking I don't know. Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi. I only ever played Mario Party. Is he like? Is that the only thing he's in? I don't know. Waluigi? What else is? He's yeah. In what else? Mario Kart and like. Oh yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, like the sports games and shit. He's yeah, but he's not a real Mario. Yeah, he doesn't have like a real Mario game. Yeah. No. There's a lot yeah. of characters like that in Mario who've just never yeah, been in a real Mario game. <laughs> fuck Waluigi, dude. Fuck that guy. I don't actually like Waluigi very Nobody much. Nobody does. Like he's a big weird meme now. Oh yeah, I saw that. I mean, whatever. <laughs> he's okay. <laughs> I mean, whatever. He's uh, okay. Yeah, uh, whatever. You know. It's fun to do this podcast with you guys. <laughs> I love it. I have a great time answering your pitch it or ditch it's and your questions and reading your comments. <laughs> and I just want to tell you that I appreciate you, each and every one of you. I love you too, friends. And this this show uh, literally wouldn't exist without you, so thank you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That was sincere. <laughs> uh, Josh, was. thank you for doing a podcast with me. Well, thank you for doing one with me. And, uh, you know, if you at home would like to have your emails read on this podcast, you could send it on in to mclassemail at gmail.com. No S. Fuck. Fuck yeah. Do it. Or you can follow us at mclasspodcast on Twitter. Where Josh will be posting up some pictures of a uh, map fairly soon. I'm going to do Look it right after that. I'm done here. I'm just reading. I found an article about two Star Trek movies that are going to be made. What? What are they? I don't know. Let me read it. I just saw it just now. This is breaking news a week ago. 
breaking news. Um, it's the uh, one that uh, fucking what's his face is doing, right? The one that uh, fucking Tarantino. Tarantino. Is doing. I don't know. I haven't seen yet. Patrick Stewart was smart about that shit, though, right? He came out and he was like, "I'd love Tarantino's ideas for movies for Star Trek. I'd let be me in be one. in Star Trek again. I'd be in one, Mister Tarantino. I would love that. Uh, I, I honestly, I wouldn't think it would be that bad, but." I, I like know. Quentin Tarantino, so... Like, I, I like don't. Quentin Tarantino a lot, too, but, like, the shit he's been saying about the movie is, like, putting my teeth on edge. He's like, yeah, it's gonna be a hard R. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it just yeah. can't be hard R. He's like, it's gonna be a hard R, and it's gonna have, like, stuff in it you never thought you'd see in a like Star Trek two dicks. <laughs> no, we already saw that in Star Trek. Ah, now this Quentin Tarantino fella, he gets it. There's gonna be shit you never thought you'd see, like, three dicks. <laughs> And then Discovery's like, oh yeah, well fucking Bolian's got four dicks now. Fuck you. <laughs> they can't grow hair, but they can grow four dicks. <laughs> fucking Benzite's got eight dicks. Deal with that shit, Tarantino. <laughs> Benzite. No, you're giving them way too much credit. They would just invent another stupid alien that looks like every other dumb alien that they yeah, make. That's true. That's what the new Klingons are. They're like just aliens. Like, look at this alien. Isn't he creepy and weird? They look different, because different things. There's that, anyway. whole, there's that whole, like, argument that I... It, it has, like, merit. It has, like, a merit in reality that I can't fucking deny or whatever. The, like, Klingons are, like, blackface. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean... That's I the guess. thing is, like, it has merit that I can't say anything against, but, but it's, like... Right, but they're, only, but they're only blackface because, like, that's the color of, like, what black people are, but, like, Bullions aren't in blueface, like... Every it's, bullion is blue. It's like a really weird topic to broach because it's not it's like... Tough. It, it's tough. It's not like anyone was ever like, let's make... These characters are supposed to be black. Right. It doesn't feel like that anyway. And I mean, so I don't. TNG does... like Every series from TNG onward mostly has black people play Klingons. So. Yeah, they had that one basketball guy. Uh, so I forget. Like, oh, some of the like bigger name ones are white guys, though. So I guess it still exists. But I mean, they did make up shit to make, to make them different. But they yeah, didn't give just, them weird, elongated skulls. I think it's like a little bit like maybe not blackface. <laughs> like, yeah, I get what I, you're I saying. I don't think it's blackface either, but I guess, like, who the fuck are we to say? Right, I'm not one to say. You're yeah. right. I, I don't know. Maybe who it is Who the fuck offensive. are we to say, I right? Know. I can't wait to get the comment about this. Fucking <laughs> liberals! Or, or the other comment where we weren't, uh, negative. Like, we weren't ooh. harsh enough on it. Yeah. That could happen, too. We're racist pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> the internet's fun to work on. I love the internet. <laughs> All right, let's go to bed. Yeah, we're not actually going to talk about any news about Star Trek, everybody. So go fuck yourself. Read it yourself. It's on trekmovie.com. I don't know. I just saw it. I just it, clicked it on it. It was up I was on, on trekmovie.com a week ago. So it'll still be there. It'll be there. April 25th. That's when we're doing this. All right, everybody. Uh, we will see you next week for some more M-Class. Bye! Peace!